It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What do you see yourself doing a few years from now? Thinking about a career is one thing, but preparing for a career. Is what really counts. If an education in information technology, electronics technology, or drafting and design could help you prepare, then check out the technology focused programs offered at ITT Technical Institute. Call ITT Tech at 800 741 5123. At ITT Tech, you can develop knowledge and skills to pursue opportunities in a variety of career fields. Classes and day or evening courses meet just a few days a week, and financial aids available for those who qualify. So if you want to prepare for a career involving technology look to a leader in technology education get started by calling ITT Tech for more information call 800-741-5123 800-741-5123 that's ITT Tech 800-741-5123 for important information about these programs go to programinfo.itt-tech.edu Blog Talk Radio to all of you. My name is Speeway and thank you for taking the time to join us for another episode of Successful Relationships, an idea exchange for a different kind of conversation about what makes relationships tick. Now, as you can tell by this introduction, we are talking about adult topics, so please exercise your discretion if you have young ears around. You can catch this or any other past show at any time by visiting the website, blogtalkradio.com slash speedway, and scrolling down to the on-demand shows. If you would like to join us on Facebook, look for the fan page, The Speedway Show. In the meantime, if you'd like to follow the show, you can just click on the blue icon under my picture that says follow on the website at blogtalkradio.com slash speedway and you will receive future show updates. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, my handle is The Speedway Show. Our topic today is men are Neanderthals and women need to fix them. We could also call this show One Man's Opinion. Listen to his answers to topics like, if a man isn't calling, does he need to be reminded I'm here? Men don't talk about feelings because they don't think about them. All men cheat, true or false. Every caveman can be turned into a metrosexual. Men really like high-maintenance women. So sit back and prepare for a fun and funny trip into the mind of a man on these and other topics. If you have listened to past shows, you will have heard me say, everyday people, everyday lives. You don't have to be a celebrity to be a guest on the show because we all have everyday joys and challenges in our experiences. So to chat with me today is my friend Joel, who is going to give us one man's opinion on commonly held relationship myths and truths. Joel, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Speedway. I really appreciate the uh, introduction, and I think the uh title is absolutely appropriate. I would uh, actually use that as my caveat or disclaimer that uh, this is definitely one man's opinion. So uh, good, bad, or indifferent, um, we'll have a discussion, and uh, I really appreciate uh, participating on your show. And before we get started, I will ask you the question that I'm going to be in the habit of asking all of my guests, and that is, do you read a life manual, Joel? Well, Speedway, I have read a life manual, and I do follow uh, um, uh, specific principles of the manual. And uh, as I hear a life manual, I'm 
presuming something along the lines of a spiritual. So absolutely uh, have and do read the Bible. Um, live by a lot of the principles that are definitely within it and uh, really believe in those principles. But I'd say that the key principle that I believe in is that um, life is abundant. And uh, and uh, because life is abundant, there's so much that we can offer and share with each other and, and is available to each other through what has been given to us through God that uh, if we recognize that and live life as it is abundant, then I believe that we'll truly experience the joy that he has uh, has uh, provided to us. So um, that is uh, definitely a basis that I live by. So let's talk about relationships. I asked my Facebook friends to submit their myths and questions and have included them in the topics we'll cover today. Okay. So I'm going to make a series of statements some of them will be questions, some of them will be true or false, and I just want you to shoot from the hip and give us your opinion. Okay. okay? okay now, do, do I have the capability of running in the other direction? Because as soon as you said relationships, I, uh, I I had a sense that I should really make sure I got my shoes tied on tight enough to make sure to make the dash. So, so uh, but, but go ahead and proceed. Let's, let's see where this goes to. But don't be surprised if you hear a whisk go by you as I'm, as I'm flying. So, so but uh, let's go ahead. Okay, let's do what we can. Uh, all right. All right, so our first, our first series of questions is around dating. Okay. Every man needs to be trained. All right. All True right. or false? Well, well, you know, I I think it's a bit of a challenge there when you when with, with some of the, the definition there now. Now, training kind of gives a sense of when you're putting a biscuit on a dog's nose and wait for him <laughs> not to kind of flip it there. I mean, come on, that that's what a dog does. If you put something there, that's what he's going to do. He's going to talk. So so you're really trying to make a dog do something that's against its nature, right? When you're trying to train it. Now, I I I, I guess that. Um, where where I see training, it, it, it again ties to a terminology of control, and uh, as I know that uh, there's this need for uh, there be some direction of control because uh, uh, control for many brings a, a sense of security and comfort. Um, I, I really think that what we're really trying to drive towards is more of a situation where it's uh, more of a conditioning, and I guess when I look at conditioning, I say conditioning is something that recognizes the nature of an individual and who they are and more importantly appreciates that and really is trying to find the positions where they can identify where those traits can help them or bring them a measure of enjoyment or, or bring them value in their life. So um, as as uh, as I look at it, and, and I think it goes both ways. I mean, uh, part of that conditioning is making sure that both parties can really appreciate uh, the uniquenesses that they are. So. Um, I think that there's definitely um, some degree of conditioning that goes in with a, within a relationship, and I, and I think it's bi-directional. It has to be bi-directional. So um, that's that's pretty much the approach I take on that. So what you would say then is every man and woman should be trained. No, again, here you go with that training word again. <laughs> See, you're trying to frame me in a box, and I know it's because of your trade and what you do. So I'm I'm not going to do that because. Uh, because uh, I think, again, I, the real situation you've got is one, again, where you have mutual parties that really are looking at not um, not changing the individual, but if you truly want to have a relationship, you're looking at accentuating those uh, uniquenesses of the individual and finding pleasure in what those that uh, that are there because they are unique. That's what makes us uh, attracted to each other. But um, many times we try to identify how we can find ways to assimilate each other to mirror each other. So um, I think uh, a true relationship, you've got to continue to look at those situations that are those uniquenesses. So, Okay. Well, then I was going to ask you, my next question was, can every caveman be turned into a metrosexual, or is it actually that if you find yourself a caveman, you should just be accepting of who that caveman is, and you should then decide if you want a caveman rather than trying to turn him into something else. Okay, all right. Now, to answer this question, I, I know I know you're the, the host and guests are probably not even supposed to be able to throw a question back, but I, you can. I'll probably definitely need some clarification because uh, even this is one man's opinion. It's not the brightest man's opinion on the tree, <laughs> so... Uh, so let's give me the definition of what uh, what uh, and I've, I, this is coming from a female perspective. Uh, I hope this helps the male listeners because I think this is something cool too. What what is the definition of a caveman? Well, a caveman is a 
is a analogy, right? So I am a single woman. I am looking for me a partner. And I find somebody who maybe has some qualities that I like, right? So this fellow might be nice looking. He might be reasonably bright. He might Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. You're only giving us credit for being reasonably bright? You really would only look at reasonably bright? No, 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 no. You have to listen to the whole thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try not to interrupt again. There are things that I like about this guy, right? He's attractive. He's reasonably bright. Well, I'm reasonably bright, so I don't need, like, you know, Einstein. He's reasonably bright, and he might have some other things. He has a kind heart. He might have some other things that I look at, and I go, boy, I sure would like, I, I like these things about the snap. But maybe there are some other things I say, boy, it sure would be nice if he also, you know, maybe it would be nice if he dressed a little better. Maybe it would be nice if he, you know, had some other different characteristics that uh, I think maybe I can help him along with and I can coach him on. So when I say caveman, I mean I sort of find this man in his natural habitat, right? And he is who he is when I find him. But rather than me just accepting my caveman, because there's some other things I think I might like to change about him, I decide that what I really want to do is I want to turn my caveman into, you know, if I cut his hair and, and if, I, if I shave his beard and, and I take off the, the skins and I put him in a suit and tie, maybe um, I might like him just a little bit better. Okay. Right. So... And and, and how, about, the, how, about, well, how about if he's got a good job and makes some good money and got some good loot too? How about that? Well, that would be a bonus. Oh, of course, that would be a bonus. That would Absolutely. be a great bonus. Or Absolutely. maybe I think that you know and, he and, could get a better job okay. than what he has even. And how about if he's really passionate and loving and caring and sensitive? All right. How about how about that part too? Oh, that would be good. Okay. Okay. That would well, be nice. And how about this? How about he is just an immaculate lover? I mean, where you've got to take a breath and ask for a time out and identify when is this going to end, and if it's not, then that's perfectly good, too. How about if he's like that? Oh, that would be awesome. Okay. Well, that brings me to the the, the, uh, the, the, the comment that I've heard from a very wise individual that, you know, I, I think that, uh, that uh, there's basically four things a woman needs. Tell me. Okay. Well, she, she, she needs a man that... Uh, is very passionate and sensitive and sensitive and caring and you know the flowers and the back rubs and those type of things. Yeah. Okay. And she needs a man that will take her shopping and travel the world and provide her with limitless resources and give her all the things that she really deserves because that's what a woman deserves. Oh yes. Yeah. And she needs a man that will just love her so thoroughly that she is satiated until the next moment that he is loving her again. Adore me. Yes, All right, yes, so yes. And you know what the fourth thing that woman needs? What's that? She needs to make sure that those three guys never meet each other. <laughs> that is exactly what that woman needs. Because as long as she can keep that there, then she doesn't have to worry about trying to get one guy and change that guy so he can handle all those traits and capabilities <laughs> that she's looking for in that guy. So if a woman has those four things, then I think she's pretty much got that nailed down. I don't know, Speedway. You'd have to tell me. <laughs> well, okay. I think it's fair right. that maybe that was four guys because, you know, I often, often, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not speaking for all women, but this is a common observation among women that we find that guy who's got that one, out of four. Okay. And what we think is, if I can just get him to exhibit the other three things that I want, then we're good. All right, all right. But well, here's the challenge. Tell me. What, um, what um, I believe women have a challenge understanding is that that uh, men are pretty binary. We're, we're pretty basic beings. So if you have a situation where you have a guy that you see and you see the attributes of what he's got and what he's got there, then um, that's like buying a new car off the parking lot, right? Okay. And that as soon as you pull on the street, it's going to begin depreciating on you. Because here's the deal. You, you, you can't change or move someone, maneuver them or direction. That's just not naturally who they are or how they are. 
And and at that point, that's why it's important to try to prioritize what you got. Now, here's the challenge. I understand that we all want a package of everything we can get and uh, kind of experience it that way. But uh, in all honesty, you know, we kind of got to look at identifying what is really important to us, what we really like. Because um, I'll tell you what, that guy that has all those things that um, we're talking about, that, that is a unique, very unique being. Not to say it doesn't exist, but it would require the patience and the endurance and the commitment of someone to really have that individual. So I, I think that's kind of what we're looking at from that standpoint. So. Well, okay. And um, on the show, we like to play clips. And um, today we have, a, we have something a little bit different. Usually I use um, um, uh, clips of uh, usually dialogue. And today I thought since it's a different kind of show and it's just a fun kind of show, I was going to use clips of um, just pieces of music that will hopefully um, strike us all as being reasonably relevant to the discussion we're having. So here comes our first clip. Whatever may be the case, 
sleeping together, the, the, the sexual portion, I, I think that is so overplayed in everyone's heads as far as what that measure is. It, it, it tends to be played as the end all of a relationship. And actually, it's as much of a component of the relationship as it is is holding hands or or going to a movie or anything. But it seems that we we want to make that the the touchdown. And then what happens in most relationships is that once you get to the touchdown, it's like, well, what do we do from here? Well, the reality is that if you have a true relationship, that was just a component of the, the relationship anyway. So maybe we shouldn't hold hands for two weeks. Maybe we shouldn't call each other two weeks. So you understand what I'm saying? So how can yeah. you hold that measure to it when uh, when when I hear that measure held to that point? Then again, it comes to a point that I think it's being measured as an end all, and it's it's just a component of the relationship. Men are visual creatures, and a pretty face will win him over every time. True or false? False. Um. But I would also say that that question is interchangeable to say that women are visual creatures, okay? And a pretty face will win them over many times. Now, again, um, I guess when I hear what you're saying, I'm, you say men, I'm really tr- referring to a man. And a, a man, uh, that's, again, another component. It's very similar to the statement that we just had a moment ago about about sleeping together and having that happen. That's just a component of it. So, yeah, you'll be attracted, but, I mean, if, if, if you get someone in there, I don't care if she looks like, name whoever you want to talk about, uh, Eva Mendez. Uh, <laughs> if, if whoever that individual is, I mean, if the looks are there, but once you get to the to the front of it, there's, I mean, come on. That attraction is not going to be there. So, I, I there's, there's again, there's, there's more elements to this than just the visual, visual and the physical part of it. So is it fair to say, while the visual helps, and it may even be one of the components of attraction, it is not the thing that keeps the relationship going? Oh, absolutely not. Because I don't think I've ever had an argument with any person that I was dating that was resolved by the way I looked or by the way he looked. Right? So nicest looking man. Never in life have I heard anybody say, you know, my husband and I were having a fight but boy, I looked at him and he was so fine; it just fixed everything. <laughs> well, first of all, it didn't really fix everything; it just handled the symptom of what was happening <laughs> at that point, you know. But you know, also, I can't talk to what their uh, what their foreplay measure is. Sometimes, you know, that can be a really good foreplay to have that whole argument thing there. But I mean, it, it's like anything else; the, the aesthetics aren't really going to be anything that retain you there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might show up initially, but you're not going to really want to stay. No, you're not going to stay. Matter of fact, you, pretty soon you're not even going to want to visit. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's be real about it. So, um, I think the reality is, is that um, um, that that uh, if you're looking for more enrichment, um, then that's not going to be something to look at. Now, again, um, it all depends on the level where you're at, because there's. You know, everyone's got their own game of what they're doing out there, and there's folks that are just saying, you know, I just want to do this, and this is what I'm looking for, and there's other folks that are looking for something much deeper than that. So uh, it's all really a measure of the individual and what they're looking for. Okay. Men really like high-maintenance women. True or false? Give me the definition of high-maintenance first. High-maintenance examples. A woman who is maybe a little bossy. Uh, maybe kind of whimsical, maybe likes to have her way, maybe likes to be treated to the best and the designer this and the designer that. Uh, a woman who is perhaps in some ways kind of selfish and self-centered um, and, um, you know, who generally behaves as if she is uh, all that. Okay. Is that attractive to a man? Well, let me ask you this question. Would that be attractive to another woman, even? No. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. No. <laughs> okay, so, but, so. But you know, but you know, but you know that question comes up when women see that you might have a really good man, nice, um, kind, compassionate, and then you look at the wife he's got, and she is just, you know, a piece of work, and you sit there and you think, how did those two get together? And then you you end up thinking, well, maybe he just likes the drama. 
and maybe he just likes, you know, the excitement of, of having a woman who is high maintenance. No, no, no. No one likes that. That's like saying someone likes uh, putting themselves in a situation of having high blood pressure and low self-esteem. I mean, that's not something someone's looking for. I mean, if you're looking at that scenario there, you've got one or two things happening. Um, you either have a, a, a man whose morale and everything has been so beaten down or has been raised to a point that he sees it has been shown that that's the type of relationship he should be in, that that's that perspective. So you either have that or you have a woman that is laying it down on him so damn hard that <laughs> any time he even thinks about not saying something to her and realizing that she's going to cut him off, that's it. You know, Or you have a woman that's not laying it down on him and he's either happy about it or he's not happy. So I mean, the, the net of it is, no one wants someone that's 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 not enjoyable. I mean, one of the things I thought you were going to say about high maintenance is, to me, high maintenance is isn't um, isn't when someone knows what they want. To me, high maintenance is when someone doesn't know what they want, so they they want you to tell them what they want. Okay. All right. So so. At the point where you were hitting out all those elements and things that you said about this individual, at that point, I'm really asking that individual, okay, you've got all these things. So what do you really want? And I will tell you that nine times out of ten, once you get to that question, they'll say they don't know. They're looking for someone to provide them with what will make them happy. They're looking for someone that will direct them with what they want. They keep grabbing and grasping at things because in their minds, they're looking for that happiness. It's almost as though they're looking for that thing to subside them, and they can't find it. So to me, that's the definition of a high maintenance because anyone that knows what they want and they can direct themselves to what they want is not high maintenance. That's someone that's decisive, and I think we all want someone that's decisive because we want clarity in our communications. Fair enough. Okay, this takes us to our next clip, and... Um this is a one of my all-time favorite harmonies, and uh, take a listen. Things that he was calling her, I got a cavity. 
because <laughs> um, I can tell you, uh, whatever she, whatever she's feeding him, he needs to keep eating, and it sounds like he's eating it well. So he, he's enjoying all that. Um, chivalry. Chivalry is always necessary. I mean, absolutely. There, there's, there's an enjoyment that a woman gets from feeling like a woman. And there's an enjoyment that a man gets from making a woman feel like a woman because it makes him feel like a man. So um, though it's, I think it's been definitely something that's declined currently because, I mean, our, our society right now is all about we want it now, we want it the way we want it, it's all about me and everything. And it, 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 that's not really the case. I mean, if, if it's a true, again, we're talking relationships here, if it's a true relationship, that we're talking about here, then you've got a measure of accountability and sensitivity and knowing that um, I cannot uh, really have all the enjoyment and pleasure that I want unless I exude that um, onto another and that they enjoy it as well. So, And part of that is just chivalry. So, um, and, and, oh, by the way, we say chivalry because it's a masculine term, but... I mean, it refers over to the woman's side, too. I mean, there's definitely some level of chivalry that should be uh, provided from her side. Now, I don't think they call that chivalrous or something like that from a female tense, but the other matter is that, you know, a man likes to be felt and likes to be treated and wants to be felt like he's being treated as well, too. So uh, just as those gestures are there made by a male, uh, a woman has to be conscious of that as well uh, because uh, I think that, again, brings the balanced relationship that uh, gets away from that moment that you said a moment ago where you've got the individual that's all about them. Well, it's never all about one person, although for the male it is all about the woman. We understand that. We got that. But <laughs> we're just saying that, you know, just uh, there has to be some element of balance that goes with it as well. Okay. Uh, questions about marriage. Any issues you had when you were dating will resolve in the marriage. True or false? <laughs> Any issue? So wait a minute. So what you're saying is, let me make sure I understand it. So your question is, is any issues that you had with an individual when you're dating them and courting them um, will be correct. Now, can I can I just ask a question? Is that yeah? What what within the marriage would be there to cause there to be a reason for? Um, counteractions or correctiveness to to whatever was there before. I will give you an example. I'm so oh, glad you asked. I am so glad I asked. <laughs> Let's suppose that when we were dating, he was very insecure. And therefore, I'm going to believe and assume that once I have demonstrated my deep, long, everlasting love for this man by marrying him, he will no longer be insecure, and I will no longer have to deal with the jealousy and the questions about why it took me this long to finish my grocery shopping and all of that stuff, because now he has seen me demonstrate my commitment to him and to the relationship. Okay, now when you say me, you're not talking about, well, you know, we're not going to, we're going to keep names innocent and things with this. So this, is, this is this is the example, example. me. This okay. is not All me right. personally. Well, here, here's a question I, I've got, I, and i got to back it up then on this one. Yes. Um, do you like insecure guys? Personally? Yes. No. Do, do women in general like insecure guys? I couldn't speak for all women, but I can't imagine that. I'd find somebody who might say, you know, a resounding okay. yes. Okay, so if that's the case, then why would you even be dating someone? <laughs> because there's so many other wonderful things about him, and nobody's perfect. And so maybe yeah, this is on, that one thing. Wait a minute, but what? insecurities, I mean, come on, insecurities are, I mean, insecurities up there with. Uh, maybe he's like, he's got all those, maybe he's got those four other things that those four other guys have all okay. rolled into one, and and it's just that he's a little insecure. But that's like having a house without a foundation. I mean, security <laughs> and confidence is really kind of the core of what I think a woman is looking for, because isn't a woman in a situation where she's really looking for someone to make her feel comfortable and safe and secure and make it easy on her and be there when she needs him and care for her and be her rock. Isn't that what a woman's looking for in a man? Well, yeah, 
sure. Okay. All right. That sounds all, right. all that sounds attractive. Okay. All that sounds attractive. Okay. So therefore, you know, I, I guess number one, um, if, if that's not so, what someone was looking for again, a marriage isn't going to correct anything. You know, it, 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 what does that do? Um, um, again, I think you marry for the uniquenesses, not for the things that you really want to have. You know, so so. Um, so uh, no, absolutely. It's uh, marriage is. Matter of fact, what's it, what all marriage is going to do is accentuate it, because all you're doing at that point is you're increasing the level of commitment that you've stated to this individual. So this individual is looking at this and saying, "Oh, now we're at a whole different level." So that's just going to increase a higher level. Of, <laughs> you see, you're laughing already. So that's you are a captive audience now. Yeah, so that's just going to increase. <laughs> the level of, of insecurity that this person has because you've moved them to the next level. That's like saying, well, it wasn't so bad when I jumped from the third floor. Maybe I'll go to the 80th story <laughs> of this building, and, and then I'll have more confidence when I look over the edge there. That's not going to do it. No. So, okay. So, I, I mean, I, again, this is just one man's opinion. Okay. So, um, men marry for the wrong reasons as often. As women do. Wrong reasons would be things like money, looks, um, uh, things that we, hobbies maybe that we like in common, um, things I, like that. I think there's two reasons that men marry. Tell me. No, actually there's three reasons that men marry. Uh, one, because they have to. They run out of excuses. <laughs> I mean, it gets to a point where they say, you know, why are we married? And you just run out of excuses. You know, there's no reason. You know, you've been this long. It looks like you'll put up with my shit. You know, so. Well, so, just a minute. Who's asking? Is is the woman asking? And he's making excuses to the woman, or is he asking? Or 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 are these his friends that are now all married and looking at him, like he should be married all, too? All the above. Okay. All the above. And the only reason his friends are looking at him is because misery loves company. So that's the only reason his friends are looking. They're going, dude, we're tired of hearing about how you're kicking it, you know, this one, that one. We don't want to hear that. Come on, join in the club. Besides, I can't hang out with you if you're not married, dude. She doesn't want me hang with single dudes. Come on. So so uh, one of them is because they run out of excuses. Uh, the other one, well, first, first and foremost, if anyone is getting married without being in love, then, I mean, any of these reasons I'm looking at is assuming and presuming that love is there. Yeah, okay. I mean, if that's not the core of what you're doing it for, then this won't even relate to anything we're talking about. So, number one, it's because they run out of excuses. Um, number two, because they have to possess, and they're trying to lock this down, and they want it to be theirs. And they don't want they you know they're 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 pissing on their mark is what I like to call it. And they want to put a ring on it. Exactly. Okay. All right. So that's the other one, and um and the other one is you know I have a true sense that you've got a partnership and a relationship and it seems that uh, you both have compassion and things for each other and and uh, and uh, you you're you're looking for that security that goes with that you know you're looking at for that security that commitment thing so. I think those are three reasons. So um, uh, I, I think that kind of hits on that one. Well, then, um, so now that we are in the marital realm, uh, what do you think of this? Give a man the garage and the bath and the basement, and you can do whatever you want with the rest of the house. Do men really care about the decor and the appearance? And the the trappings. No, only thing men care about is how much it costs. That's about, <laughs> okay. that's about it, you know. Um, and I'm talking about real. I mean, we we don't care. We don't care. Just just a spot where we can lay our head down. I mean, I mean, don't come in and make it look like Pee Wee's Playhouse or something like that. <laughs> you know. But in general, you know, this is here. This is in general what men want. Okay, we're gonna just cut the shit. We just want to be left alone. We just want peace. We just don't want anything that's going to settle anything. We just want to chill. That's generally what we want to do, you know. So, um, so, the, the, and also we also know that there's some things we're not going to be, we're not going to win on. We don't, we're not going to fight. 
those guys, you know why women outlive uh, outlive certain men? No. Because they don't get it. They they think they can fight and argue. A woman can outfight a guy every <laughs> day of the week. We can't even get our gloves on, and, and and they're already greased down. They're ready to go. So you get these guys that think they can really go toe-to-toe with a woman. It's like, give me a break. Give me a break. So, so the net of it is, is really that... Um, you know, whatever brings peace or takes it forward, that's fine. All we care about is what it costs, and at that point, we also realize we don't have control over that. Um, uh, but uh, no, in general, no. Well, if it if it if it makes a woman good, then 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 a real man's like be good with it. Okay. Well, now we are going to play the next clip. Um, what it, this song was from uh, the movie Boomerang, and it was uh, years ago, and. Um, those of you who happen to watch Boomerang or like Boomerang, you'll recognize this clip. Take a listen. Okay, I'll give you a guess. Guess what the name of that song was? <laughs> Hot sex on a platter. Give a man enough sex and you can have whatever you want. True or false? So we are married and I want new drapes. I want new cabinets. I just want whatever, you know, day-to-day life. Um, is it fair for me to assume as the wife that if I am giving my husband sex with reasonable frequency and enthusiasm and zeal, that he's probably going to be happy about most things on most days. Is that true? Now, you said reasonable. What, what's your definition of reasonable uh, frequency and zeal? Especially the zeal. What, what's reasonable? Give me an idea. I mean, are we, like, looking at our nails and making grocery lists? Or? Oh, no, 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 no. This is okay. Reasonable is I have I, I I know my husband well enough to know roughly how often he would prefer to have sex. So let's say he's the kind of guy who um, would like to have sex maybe a couple of times a week. Okay. And you know enthusiasm. Did I you am, say a couple times a week. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Ouch. So <laughs> is that too little? Is that too much? You wait, know, wait, wait a, that'll be on next week's show. We'll see if they show up again. <laughs> so we'll wait for that one. Okay. But whatever whatever my beloved wants in terms of frequency, I've I've kinda of figured out what the rhythm is. Or the with the emphasis on the freak when you say frequency? <laughs> if that's what he wants. <laughs> okay. All right. And so because I'm the kind of woman who wants to please her man, right? Because, you know, I love him. Right. And uh, I, I, I I do want to be, you know, give my body to him because I expect that that's one of the things that we are supposed to do for each other because that's a benefit of marriage, right? You get to have, hopefully. Oh, shit, then I'm in trouble. I was doing that before marriage. <laughs> <laughs> no one told me about that. I'm in trouble. <laughs> so if I am, and, and, and I like sex, so I am I am sleeping with my husband on a reasonably regular basis, based on whatever it is that he would want. Is it fair for me to assume that if I am doing those things and 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 things are going well in the bedroom, is it fair to assume that he's probably going to be happy about more things than not if he's getting it on the regular basis that he wants in the way that he wants or something pretty close? Well, can, can I can I go to one point? Is, is it something that you want or is this like, you having to clean the floors and scrub the toilet. How do you mean? Well, it almost sounds as though this is kind of something like a chore that you're saying that I have to do this so that I can get him to do this. So I'm just trying to identify, is it something? Oh, no, no, no. I said I like sex, right? Well. I like sex and I love my husband. And what I have been told. But do you like sex with your husband? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to figure out. Well, you know, maybe I, I like sex with my husband, and maybe I have learned to like sex with my husband. Okay, all right, okay, okay, all right. But but one of the things that I'm trying to understand is that because you know what 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 you hear a lot about is that it is, or at least just my perception that one of the complaints that men have about marriage is we got married and all of a sudden. 
she didn't want to have sex anymore. Well, and the frequency went down, and then all of a sudden, I wasn't getting as much as I used to before we got married, and, and that didn't work. And the other thing that I've heard guys say is, you know, if 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 things are all right in the bedroom, then she can probably just stub my toe every day of the week, and I'm probably going to be smiling. Is that true? Um, first of all, you know what? They they do have a vaccine for sex. They found out what it is. You know what it is? What? It's called wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's what happens. You, you get the wedding cake. You, you should. That's why you should. That's why guys try to stick it in their nose and on their heads and everything. Cause they know that once she eats that wedding cake. <laughs> It's done. The sex is over. Yeah, it's over. It's a vaccine. <laughs> I mean, that's what we got there. So uh, here's the deal. I, again, this is what I think the challenge is. I think that, 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 again, sex is looked at as the overall, end-it-all type of type of situation. And the problem is that, number one, if you're a, a quick shooter to, like me, that's only like two minutes out of <laughs> Out of the week, then because that, that's a quick time for me. So, so I got to deal with the other twenty-three hours, fifty-eight, whatever. So I got that, but it, it, it's it's it, it it's still what you're missing is that it's still not going to provide that 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 true foundation and that true. Um, that the true essence of what you're really looking for, because now what you're doing is again you're bartering at this point. Now, even though you said you like to have sex, I didn't hear there to be a situation where you're saying, you know what, um, this isn't something I'm doing because I'm. This is something that I'm doing because this is this is so naturally part of everything that we do. Okay. You know, and, no, you and did more, not hear me say that. And more important, and more importantly, um, as as I pleasure him, he pleasures me. You know, so 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 again, if we get to the, if we're talking about something that's going to be something that's real and sticks around, I think you're talking about something that's, that 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 has more elements to it than just the physicality that's there to do it. Now, uh, will that extend out of a, a relationship or a situation because of that? Now, there's probably that case of that because yeah, we're men are pretty physical, and if you if you give us if you give us a meal to eat, and we're pretty satisfied, and we'll eat it and we'll go away, but. But the whole thing is that that's still not going to be the essence of what you're really looking for from that relationship, I'm guessing. So, Well, then, is it true that men like sex more than women? Um, you know, until I got to my... Uh, my uh, my venture changes as I am now. I, I might have thought that was the case, mm-hmm. but um, what I've come to find is that um, um, I believe that, and this is kind of funny. Um, I think that there are certain cases where women like sex more than men, but men, in some cases, seek intimacy uh, from a woman um, more than women think that they do. Really? Yeah. Uh, and I think that happens because um, we're all dealing with preconceptions of, of of where we are and who we are and and uh, and uh, and uh, how things should be. But um, I, I think there's really a, a, a misconception that for men it's all about sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, now again, we're talking men. All right. If you if you're looking for boys and those type of things, and you know, knock yourself out and kick it. That's a good thing. But um, if if we're tra- really talking about men, there's really because uh, uh, sex is available. I mean, shit, you can go on the Craigslist and get what you need in about 15 minutes. Okay. You, know, you look over and say, oh, it's my neighbor. I didn't know they got down like this. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So so. So that's not. That's no, not it. Sex is available. I mean, sex is not an issue at all. You know, as a matter of fact, there's some cats that prefer. The woman wonder why. Why would a guy buy a hooker or whatever? Because that's what he wants. Because he knows that he gets a hooker, he pays two hundred bucks. It's going to be a cheap night for him, and he's guaranteed some ass. So that's why <laughs> a guy would pay for a hooker. Okay. Oh, it's only two hundred bucks. Shit. You know. So 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 so. so there's 
guys are looking for. Sex is available for all of us, but if, if you're looking for something different, something special, and something that 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 brings you forward, then it's not going to be about that at all. Okay, well then, um, here's a statement that a woman said to me once a long time ago, and I never forgot it because I always wondered about it. And what she said to me was, in fact, this was when I got married, and she said, "Make sure you understand this and understand it well. All men cheat. Period. The end. No exceptions." And the reason I got this advice was, at the beginning of your marriage, if you understand that, then when it happens, you're not going to be shocked, stunned, and amazed, and you're not going to run off to, you know, divorce court because you kind of had this expectation and this understanding that this is just the way men are wired. Now, to be clear, um, that is not a statement about the man that I was married to. But well, now, now we're doing throwing out disclaimers on personal stuff. A minute ago, I asked you a question about was it pertaining to you. Said no, that's just. A j-. Now we're throwing out disclaimers. Okay, I just want to know where we throw a minute out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, do not think for those of you who know me, do not think that that's a statement about my husband. Um, it is just what I was advised to expect in my marriage, and so my question then is: Is that true? Well, you said this came from your friend. And she said it? Yeah, this came from a friend of mine as friendly as friendly. Is it possible uh, that she's listening right now? No. Okay, good. (laughs) Because I was going to finish off her statement and say that all men cheat on her. (laughs) Okay, that's what I was going to finish. Now, that that I think we might be able to get to a point on. But come on, I mean... No, there's no abs. That, that's that's an absolute. That's a that's a that's a every and everyone. And you already disclaimed it yourself, saying that didn't happen to you. So we know that's not the case. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so uh, you know that's one person's experience and what they encountered, and and what what had happened to them. So so um, no, I, that's definitely not a fair statement. Not at all. You know because if you start making statements tonight like that, then it's again. That's the statement that says, you know, why would I mess around with anything? I mean, why? I, I, I why? I, I don't have hope in there being anything that uh, can truly be something that that would be meaningful or that I can trust or or feel comfortable with. So, um, no, I I, uh, I definitely don't think that's a fair statement. Well, okay. Um, you know, because um, you know, if, if you look at it. Um, Everyone is different, you know, and 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 there are different triggers that different people have, you know, that would be those that would make a man cheat. So, uh, and just as it's true for women too. I mean, women cheat. Come on. So, uh, did you say what? Yes. (laughs) What are you trying to say? Are you telling me that you don't think women cheat? Do they? Oh my goodness! I do not know what you're talking about. I'll tell you what, it, uh, uh, it takes two to tangle. What women are you talking about? Well, I do not know these women. Well, I'll tell you what, they may even be listeners on our air right now. You know? Okay. All right. And 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 so uh, to believe that that uh, that uh, what a what a male would do, a woman wouldn't do. Absolutely, there are women that cheat. Okay, but again, let's ask about what those triggers are there that would make a woman cheat. Okay. Maybe she's got a trigger there that she's got a man that's not affectionate to her, doesn't care for her, doesn't want to touch her. Matter of fact, she may even have a man that didn't even make love to her on their honeymoon. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> not that let's, bad. Let's get real. Okay. All right. So she's in this relationship without intimacy, without compassion, Okay, and has never had that and never experienced that, yet has that desire that burns within her to have that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she can either go into the monastery and go into none and do those type of things, or at some point there may be something that triggers. You just don't know what the triggers are. Okay. Is that fair? That's fair. Um, Men... Do not talk about feelings because they don't think about them. True or false? False. 
Why don't men, well, first of all, is it even true that men don't talk about feelings? Uh, no, that's not true. Okay. That's not true. Um, um, I think that um, men do talk about feelings, uh, yet it requires a woman to have an ear to listen to it because men don't express their feelings, similar to what a woman does. And what happens many times is that a woman is looking for the man to uh, to acclimate to her style of communication when what really has to happen is it has to be a middle point where both people do come together and they are able to communicate to each other. So I think men express their feelings all the time. Now, even if it's like, I need a beer or whatever they may say, <laughs> you know, um, they're, they're communicating it in their own way. They're not, you know, they may not be saying, hey, hey, I, hey baby, I love you and this is all great, whatever. But they, 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 they communicate it in different ways. See, men communicate their feelings through their actions. Huh. Okay. Okay. Give me an example. Give me an example. I think I think I think you you triggered a memory for me. Oh well, let's well, first let's talk about your memory, and then I'll I'll see if I can give you an example that ties to it. Here's my memory. My father was an amazing man. Um, he is late now, but the thing that sticks out in my head when I think about that is my dad worked his butt off for years, decades so that my sister and I could come to the U.S. and get educated and get great educations because he never wanted us to be in a position where we would need to marry in, because we needed to be, we were financially dependent. That was how he expressed his love for us. And it was an interesting thing when I heard my mother talk about that because, you know, to me, um, love is about the way that you interact with each other on a daily basis. And I have since heard a lot of men express that the way that they love their families and they love their wives is by going out and working to provide for them. And the problem sometimes is the wife is sitting at home going, well, you're not here. I need you to be here to spend time with me. And he's thinking, but I love you. That's why I'm trying to provide so we can have this nice house and this nice home. So that's what—that's the thought that was triggered in my mind. Okay. So at that point, you're saying it's a situation where a male may not know what the priority is of the woman and that she'd rather he be there than uh, out doing what has to be there to keep a nice home? I think maybe they just have a different idea of what love looks like. I see. I see. Okay. So I'm suspecting that maybe to the man, love looks like I'm going out and I'm providing for you. To the woman, love looks like I'm taking time to spend with you at home and we're going to gaze into each other's eyes and we're going to talk deep thoughts about our feelings and our relationship. Well, well <laughs> again, again, Speedway, as I told you before I got air, this this is a perfect deal for me because I've been told i got a face for radio. <laughs> So for anyone to want to gaze into my eyes or see anything like that, that wouldn't be an evening that would be anything they'd want to do. They might want to turn on Melrose Place or something like that, catch a late episode or something. But I, I think what has to be there is there, there's got to really be a true reality of what uh, of what love is and what it's meant about and what what you're trying to achieve here. All right. Now, if you're trying to look at a situation where you want to have security and and, and and be comforted and have all those type of things. And there's certain things that go into that and play into that, see. But I think part of the challenge is there is that, you know, there's a trade-off, okay? So if if you want one thing, you can't have both things, okay? Unlike the girl that has all four things, and we know how she gets that done. Okay. <laughs> right. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, I mean, otherwise, unless you got a gal that gets all four, then um, you're going to have trade-offs. So you have to determine, you know, how significant and how key those trade-offs are, you know, and, and whether and whether you as a woman are going to be there to be supportive of it or communicate what she really wants and what what he's really bringing to the table. Because here's the deal, and and uh, and this is this is going to be a, this is a nugget. 
so uh, I'll toss it out so those that know it's a nugget, they'll know it's a nugget. The easiest thing you can do, and I know we're going to say this is probably true with women too, but it's definitely true with men in particular to a greater degree. What's that? But all, all a dude wants to do is feel appreciated. That's it? Yeah, feel appreciated. That's about it. Okay. That's about it. Well, Joel, this takes us to the end of the Speedway show for today. We could probably talk about this for a whole other hour. Thank you no, for joining. Your me. listeners would fall asleep. They're already dozing <laughs> off already, I'm sure. So. <laughs> thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you for uh, inviting me to the show. I know this is probably my uh, last voyage here, based on uh, the opinions and statements that I have. I will say that the opinions and statements are mine. And I do agree and comply to them, different than what you've heard before. So, But thank you for having me on your show. Well, listeners, thank you for joining us on another episode of the Speedway Show. We will leave you with another of our clips. And um, join us next week for another episode of the Speedway Show, airing new episodes every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.